Hi everyone, Jamie here from Batball Podcast and this short segment I'm going to talk to you about is about your garage doors. Now, this sponsored segment is one of the new segments we're going to be doing so that you don't have to listen to it in video, it'll be at the start before the episode. And um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about your garage doors. Your garage doors are happy to sponsor the Batball Podcast. They supply, install and maintain all forms of domestic garage doors. And even better, they offer free quotation service and have a showroom available in Long Eaton. Perfect for all my people living in uh, Nottingham, living local. Uh, I will leave there. Uh, if you want to get in contact with them, you can either message me, Jay Martin, on Facebook and I'll give you theirs. Or you can call 0800 772 So you can call them on that 0800 772 So get in contact with your garage doors, guys. And uh, I'll speak to you very soon. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Jamie here from the Batball Podcast, and welcome. So I'm sorry for the uh, lack of podcasts that we've been making recently. Uh, I explained in the previous video that we have got exams with school and stuff like that, and they are approaching in January. Uh, so obviously, I'm taking a bit of time off. I'm also working on a few other projects. So I'm working on a lot of things right now, um, but I'm trying to get the best possible uh, amount and quality podcast as well out to you guys as I possibly can in the uh, short amount of time that I'm currently uh, having. Now you should have just heard from our sponsor there, Your Garage Doors, make sure to check them out. Um, but yeah, I'm back. Uh, obviously we the last episode we made, episode seven, uh, 16, uh, SpaceX and Tesla, I highly recommend watching that. Um, obviously I've mentioned that the podcast wants to become a bit more of a politically adjusted podcast uh, talking to political uh, sort of members of the political society such as Tracy Taylor who we have offered to come and join us on the podcast who is the CEO of QMC uh, and we have offered a guy called Eric Morton who is the chairman of QMC we have offered Brexit trade secretary Elizabeth Truss to come on the podcast and we have also message uh, emailed Jonathan Van Tam uh, who worked very closely with Nottingham University Hospitals, and you will know that he is also one of the leading health experts uh, when it comes to coronavirus at the moment. So they've all been emailed, they've all been messaged. Um, I can prove it to you as well if you want, because there's been a few people that have said, yeah, but are you just saying that for the Facebook likes? No, genuinely, we have emailed them. I spent hours doing it last night, and hopefully we're going to get some really good results, and we're going to have some really good podcasts, and we're going to, try and help you guys uh, and, and the viewers uh, be able to spread some real information that has come from acclaimed scientists okay in their field so yeah and uh, th and this kind of links into today's episode of which we will be talking about the vaccine the promised uh, you know the, the liquid that is going to change our lives this this idea of how our lives could be changed in minutes you could walk into a big mass vaccination center poke the uh, the needle into your arm inject the liquid uh, and then bob's your uncle you are immune to covid19 and uh, now this is a great idea in purpose obviously it's been done before with things like polio meningitis uh, diphtheria which i had i think it was just over a year and a half ago i had diphtheria meningitis and typhoid I think it was and you can get all these different vaccinations obviously when you're younger 
I think next year when I go to Cambodia, which is being confirmed, we're going to get the flight details in a few weeks, I may be having the Japanese encephalitis jab, uh, which has some nasty, nasty like sort of side effects that you go through. But it's worth it for me to not get Japanese encephalitis, which apparently makes your head feel like it's blowing up. So, yeah, so the vaccine, big talking point. You know, last week in the news, some, you know, things came up about uh, the, I think, I think, I think it was the uh, Pfizer, Pfizer vaccine. That was it. 90% effective. Everybody's going wild. Yeah. The stock market started, you know, rising and getting much stronger. And, you know, people were getting a lot of money from their investments. Things are looking up, you know, and then obviously you had the Russians saying theirs was 92% effective. Moderna, who I believe said theirs was 95% effective. You know, then you've got AstraZeneca, who I think are working with Oxford University, um, who said that theirs is one of the most effective in over 65s. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. I can't, I genuinely can't uh, put my head around it. Um, I don't know how it all works. I don't know how effective a vaccine is and how, for how long, I think, is the problem we face now. Because a vaccine could be 95% effective, but it might only last six months which isn't good because obviously we do want a vaccine that is going to last well, permanently, really. Uh, and if not, then we want something that will last, you know, maybe a few years. Or if it was yearly, it would have to be like the flu vaccine, uh, the flu jab, sorry, that we have. Uh, and obviously, vaccines are such an important part of society. Naturally, there's some diseases that we can't fight off, mainly based on the way that we have sort of uh, changed our diets throughout history. With eating factory farmed meats and things like that, we do need more vaccinations for the diseases that are caused by it. And, you know, our body has had to undertake huge changes in such a short amount of time. I know millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years, whatever, sounds like a long period of time, which it is. But for the human body to evolve, it's uh, not a long time at all. And so obviously vaccines were needed. So obviously when Edward Jenner first conducted the uh, smallpox vaccine on a young boy, I believe it was. Um, it changed the human race forever. Uh, it changed the way that we look at diseases. It changed the way that, you know, it changes the life expectancy. You know, we're back in Victorian times when the, the the life expectancy may have only been in the forties or, or whatever it was, you know. And now you're looking at the life expectancy in the UK probably being at about sixty, seventy sort of, sort of point. Maybe it's even older. I genuinely don't know. Um, but the idea of vaccines has changed this. Uh, you know, like diseases that we saw in the past that would kill millions now have been reduced to like this sort of minuscule disease. That's nothing compared to some of the things we see nowadays, um, which is crazy. But it just shows how far we've come with the vaccine trials. Now, Facebook, social media, uh, obviously the the big, big social media networks that I think we can all fairly say that we use on a regular basis. Uh, I don't think you can deny it. I think you'd be lying to yourself if you said you don't. Uh, most people do anyway, there's a good percent that don't, but for those that do, I can imagine you've got that one friend or, you know, somebody that has jumped on this hype train of the vaccine has a tracker in it. You might have heard that. You might have heard Bill Gates is planning to put a tracker in everybody through the vaccine or whatever they've come up with, um, which is a very stupid thing to say, considering they're worried about people tracking them when they are using Facebook a multi-billion dollar company that is tracking you and selling your data to companies. 
which I believe was some like Cambridge Analytica a few years back now. Um, I think you're probably a bit stupid if you were to say you're worried about a, a tracker being put inside you. To be honest with you, uh, I'm in. I think it's bad if it was to happen. Obviously, because we all want our uh, free space and we all have the right to, um, you know, privacy and things like that. But when you're on your phone and you're being tracked currently, why is somebody putting a tracker inside you going to make much of a difference? When let's be, let's face it, they're not going to do that. They're not going to put a tracker inside you anyway. That's just a complete load of rubbish. We know that. Well, logical people know that. But um, but for everybody else. You're using your phones. They're tracking you anyway. They know where you are anyway. Yeah, I can imagine they're tracking you through things like your TV, your Playstations, your phones, your watches, uh, cameras. They're watching you. They're, 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 it's happening, right? Uh, and then there's this idea of this. Oh, we're going into fascism, and oh, it's gonna. We're all gonna revert back to World War times. We're gonna have a Hitler-like leader and the Great Reset. Oh, really, guys? Seriously, the Great Reset. So that idea that they're going to get rid of all our personal assets and, and and replace it and the government will own everything. Really? Well, that, that has to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And believe me, I'm, I'm an open-minded person. You know, when somebody says to me, right, I've got a study here by Joe Bloggs. Okay, we're just going to use that very standard name that they use on uh, tests in schools. Um, and he's presented this piece of evidence to say the Great Reset is going to happen. Uh, we're going to have no private property anymore. It's all going to be returned. And there's going to be a new way of doing things. No physical currency. It's all going to be digital. And, oh, we're going to go to the moon three times a day. And, oh, I, I don't know. The vaccine's got a tracker in it that blows up and kills you to stop overpopulation. Uh, come on, guys, really? You know, for people that have said to me, research the Spanish flu or research the plague, or, you know, and there's some crazy conspiracy behind it. What are you on about? Like, come on. You know when people say, do your own research? They only say that to you because they don't know what they're on about. When people, I had somebody on my Facebook not long ago, and I'm not going to mention names because they know exactly who they are, and maybe they're listening now. And I think it's pathetic what they did. I think it's pathetic that they blocked me for this. But they were telling me about 5G and the dangers. Now, I was completely open to it. Um... I was at a point where I was starting to believe what they said, and it was, just shows goes to show how much brainwashing they do. Um, and now, obviously, I'm at school currently, and we were learning about radio waves and 5G and the frequencies and whatnot. I'm just saying that it's not even it's not even anywhere near halfway to ionising radiation, you know. So let's not even start that talk. But we got talking about 5G. You know, she was telling me about a vaccine that was already being made. Obviously, it was a load of rubbish at that point. She sent me a list of the chemicals. Um, all the chemicals were just... Well, it wasn't true. Everything that she was telling me was just rubbish. She just sent me a list of chemicals. Random chemicals. Um, who I, I don't think she had any idea what they were. And nor did I. I'm not going to pretend like I'm some PhD scientist. But I don't think she had any idea what they were. And I, I kept questioning... Um, what she was on about and I kept questioning and kept putting in questions I offered her to come on a podcast probably three or four times she rejected every single time I offered um, she unfollowed me on Facebook uh, blocked me temporarily and then uh, now I can't actually follow back 
Um, so yeah, I was basically blocked from the Facebook. Um, it's because, and this is the problem with people like her. When you don't give them the answer that they want, they throw their toys out the pram, right? And this was the same for the US election. For people that wanted Trump, uh, and I personally don't want to discuss my view on it, because it's mixed, I'm kind of in the middle with it all. It's the same with most politics, to be honest, I'm just in the middle. It's a tough decision, you can kind of lean with both sides on certain things, but never really have a pro stance with anybody. Um, but unless you told somebody what they wanted to hear, they'd throw a Mardi. And when you present evidence for your points, they don't like it because it's not what they agree with. Uh, and that was the issue with her. And uh, I'm glad that she blocked me, actually, because it gave me time to realise how stupid the arguments were that they had made. Uh, and people still continue to try and make arguments about the Grace Reset and Bill Gates and, um, you know, the, the stupid things that they're saying anyway. But my one question to you would be, so Bill Gates, if he's given, I think it's around half of his entire like wealth, throughout his life to fight in a possible disease like the one we're currently facing why would he give out tens of billions to depopulate the human race when really more population would mean more money for him ask yourself that question and you know who you are who believes in this and i'm not and i'm not attacking you at all because my next point will be interesting message me because i think it'd be an interesting talking point but i will I will kind of go off topic here a bit and say, episode three, I believe it was, with Lauren, uh, Lauren Seek the Truth, we kind of discussed briefly about the disease being lab-made, um, the virus being lab-made, sorry, and we discussed the possibility of it, we spoke about certain doctors, who are real, you can actually search them up, and Lauren made a great point, uh, and we did speak about how the CCP might be covering up a biological warfare um, attack on the Western world, which is obviously affected everywhere now. Um, but it's affected mostly the American uh, allies, if you look at it. Um, but let not let that not take away from the fact that conspiracy theories are dangerous um, in some ways because there are some things that I I have conspiracy theories on things, and I there is things that I believe one hundred percent. And obviously, it is your human right to have that freedom of expression and your your right to talk about things, but when you post something on Facebook, just think about the impact. Because there's some people that are more gullible than others and will believe things just in the click of a button on Facebook. They'll believe anything. Um, whether it's to gain attention or just to feel more important or uh, to feel like they've done something good. You know, some people are very vulnerable. And uh, you taking advantage of them and manipulating them so that they believe in what you believe in and so that you can create this chain of fake news, it's dangerous. Uh, and may I just say, I don't support anybody who does that and takes advantage of people that are vulnerable. Shame on you. Uh, because, you know, indirectly, you've probably caused deaths by posting something stupid on Facebook. And it sounds ridiculous, but, you know, one person who's vulnerable in a terms of a health stance will go out, no mask on, because masks are completely ineffective and useless. Um, obviously, according to some of these guys. Ridiculous. Uh, they'll go out. They'll get coronavirus. They'll be in a event. They'll be on a ventilation unit, and um, they'll be dead within the next few days. Now, considering I know nurses who work on the ICU, and I know that the people who make these arguments also say they do, when in reality they don't. It's just some made-up person that they've seen on Facebook once uh, at night when they've had a few glasses of gin. 
Um, and I can tell you that from what they have said, and I'm not going to mention any names, it's going to remain private, that the, the wards are filling up. Uh, the wards are filling up, yeah. And, um, and as I've said yesterday on Facebook and uh, other platforms, I said, COVID deaths are not a statistic, but an empty chair at the dinner table. Okay, think about it this Christmas. Um, just because you haven't been affected by COVID or you know, you might have had COVID. Oh, but it's the survival of the fittest. Of course it is. I forgot about that. So does that make it OK that some young man's going to have no dad or no mum or no grandma, you know, or, or young lady's going to have no parents or grandparents? Or is it fair that someone's going to lose their brother or son or daughter? Is that fair? Is it fair someone's going to lose a newborn child? Is it fair that somebody is going to have this Christmas with no one to share it with because that one person isn't in their life anymore? Is that fair? So before you go and post something on Facebook about the dangers of a vaccine, which you're entitled to, because things have happened in the past with vaccines. Um, a Pfizer thing in Nigeria um, where they had to pay compensation to millions of people because of a failed vaccine or medication that went wrong that happened that has happened yes but you know when there's over 50,000 people being tested on right now and world best scientists are leading these trials but yes you you on facebook who has in their bio the university of life and you studied here 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 right no you didn't you are you are indirectly causing COVID deaths and you are you should be ashamed. So before you go and post fake news on Facebook, think about what you're doing. Think about that empty chair and that fatherless child uh, or that daughterless parent, you know, or, or that childless parent or whatever it is. Think about that because you could be causing that. OK, and in terms of the mask situation. Masks are effective if two people wear masks and we saw this and this was what our chemistry teacher showed us and maybe it's not 100% true, you can fact check me if you like. 75% effective, two people wearing them, 50% effective, one person wearing them, 25% no wearing them, okay? That's just an estimate made by the CDC, um, Center for Disease Control in America. Say what you want about that, not everybody's going to wear a mask. So therefore, it would only be 50% effective if two if one person was wearing them and one person wasn't. Therefore, COVID has a 50% chance of spreading. Therefore, it's not really the other person's fault. So masks are effective when everybody wears them. But with exemption cards being a thing as well, uh, not everybody wears them uh, and, and COVID can be spread. And I'm not saying that exemption cards should be taken off. I think they're, I think they're very important because it isn't just this idea, oh, it's just a mask. It's never just a mask. You know, it can cause anxiety for people and, and, and we don't want people's mental health to be bad, especially during a time like this when it's already bad enough. OK, so. But for any of you out there, as I've said, just think about what you're doing. You're allowed to have your you can do it. You can post all you want. I'm never going to stop you from doing it. Nobody will stop you. OK, but just think about it. Just think about it because maybe you not posting could stop somebody from doing something stupid. And it might stop them from posting something stupid. So please think about what you're doing. Um, but I don't want to talk too much about that. The vaccine hopefully will work. I don't know how many doses we've bought. I don't know what company we're using. I will be getting the vaccine. 
you don't like that, you can send me a you can send me a message. Um, you can message me on Anchor by voice message. We will include it in the podcast. You can even message me on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. You all know the handles by now. Um, but yeah, guys, message me. I'm getting the vaccine. Are you getting the vaccine? Are you getting the vaccine? Message me what you think about that. Tell me what you're doing. Blah blah blah. Thank you for that. But before I go, um. Coming out of lockdown, 2nd of December, apparently. Uh, I won't confirm anything to you because I don't know 100%, nor do they. Um, but 2nd of December, coming out of lockdown, we're going into a tier system by the look of it. So there will be no studio return by Christmas like we hoped. But we're hopefully going to be back for January, February time. And hopefully we'll be having Lee Wood, who will hopefully be the English champion, um, who will be a champion boxer. And his belt will be on the table in the podcast room. So that will be great. Over Christmas, we'll be having a few upgrades to the studio. We'll also be trying to do visual podcasts, which will go out on YouTube. All is still in the works, but over time, of course, give it time and we'll be there. In terms of the New Year schedule, New Year last year wasn't great um, because the events that unfolded in Iran uh, ruined it. And then obviously everything else happened. I'm sure you all know about. Just spoke about it for the last 15, 20 minutes. Corey Althoff, the self-taught programmer, will join us alongside Tez Ilias, the uh, acclaimed comedian, fantastic comedian. Uh, Doc Antle from the Tiger King series may also be joining us. We are in talks with him. Okay, We are in talks with him. Fingers crossed. Eric Anders, Lee Wood, hopefully will be joining us as well. They have said that they want to do it, so we're going to make that happen for you guys. I'm sorry about postponing with Eric Anders few issues with his fight camp but we're getting back and we're getting it sorted and uh and yeah hopefully tracy taylor and eric morton and jonathan van tam and elizabeth truss all email back about a possible podcast with them give it some time and uh, hopefully we will be there so thank you all for listening that was the vaccine episode 17 with your host jamie and uh take care and we'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks, guys.